Angela Yee, and y'all know I love to travel. Well, my friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. From the amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and gorgeous beaches, USVI has everything you want in a destination, and no passport is required when traveling from the U.S. Start planning your getaway at visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. This is your moment, your time to shine. Your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You are now turned into but I call her Yee. Way up, way up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, my girl Jasmine Brand. Good morning. Is here with me from the Jasmine Brand. And we have a special guest host today, which I'm excited about. My guy Chris Witherspoon, you know him as the CEO of Pop Viewers, but we see him all over the place, CNN, Fandango, MSNBC, doing huge interviews with some of the biggest stars in entertainment, movies, film, and all of that. Chris Witherspoon is here with us. What an intro. I mean, what an intro. <laughs> I, I feel so blessed to be here right now. Thank you for having me, uh, Ange. I'm the biggest fan of both of you. Oh, and I feel you. like this is this is a life event for me. You know, I've interviewed Oprah a few different times. This is bigger than Oprah. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Not for real. Hold on, Chris. I am for real. You're the Oprah of radio. Yes, I feel Chris said Angela is the Oprah of radio. I know that's right. In my right. heart, in my oh, heart, that's gosh. what I feel. I, that's listen, what I feel. I, I love it. I just want y'all to know I didn't say that. Yes, I did not Chris like Witherspoon that. said that. Come Chris, to me Chris with that. Chris said Angela Yee is the, the Oprah <laughs> of radio. I know that's right. Blazing well, listen, all the trails. To me, though, I've been wanting to get Chris up here. And I told him as soon as I knew this show was happening, because I feel like he's such an expert, right, in things that I'm... I, I like to bring in people that know more than me in different fields. Just like yesterday, we were talking about the collapse right. of Silicon Valley Bank oh and God, Signature Bank. So yeah. Right? And we had Art Hogan on. That, was, an about that. that was a good conversation, too. That was a great conversation. But for you, Chris, because you know so much when it comes to movies, film, entertainment, all of that, you know, that's a special type of skill. And the mm-hmm. people you've interviewed, Viola Davis, mm-hmm. Will Smith, over several times. Several times. Tom Hanks. People yes. like that. I mean, come on. Come on, name drop. So it's an honor to have you here with us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And I feel like TV and the, the film and TV industry is changing so much. And it really does impact how we view life. The stories that we're seeing in these shows and in these movies, it's bigger than just storytelling. So I'm happy to be in this business. And I'm happy to be here as an expert in that space. Well, thank you. Also, and Chris smells amazing. Go ahead, Angela. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Well, we are going to start the show off with shining a light. I feel like we just shine all kind of lights on Chris. And we then, did. We did. <laughs> to receive it though <laughs> no you should honestly 
Leslie, this is great for us. And so, and I know you'll be visiting Way Up with Angela Yee frequently. Yes. Every time the Oscars just happen. He's bopping over here, guys. I, I wish you could he see. He likes the Way Up song. He shout does. out to Plies. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Pete. All right. So, now it's time for y'all to shine a light. 800-292-5150. You see how good we all feel just now? Yeah. Everybody's shining a light on everybody. You're amazing too, Jasmine. Thanks, by the Oprah. Way, with the Jasmine brand. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Oprah. Like, Oprah. She really Oprah me hating on me. I love it. No. <laughs> y'all calling 800-292-5150. Shine a light on somebody doing something positive. Turn your lights on, y'all. Turn your lights on. Spreading love to those who are doing greatness. Shine a light on them. Shine a light on them. It's time to shine a light on them. Yes, what's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. My girl Jasmine Brand is here with me. Good morning. Chris Witherspoon, who is the CEO of Pop Viewers. And we're going to talk about that yes. Yes. Uh, a little excited. later. But right now we are shining a light. And Chris is uh, guest hosting with us mm-hmm. this morning. And y'all going to love this, by the way. His energy is amazing. And he is a wealth of knowledge. Yes, he is. <laughs> and he got, I wish I could see this bop, this shoulder thing he's doing. It's- oh, yeah. I mean, this music, I'm a high out on move. I'm going to no like, drop it and pop it and drop it, all of it. Oh. Pick he has it no up. coffee yet or anything. <laughs> nope. This is this natural is, this high. Is natural. Okay. But this is where we shine a light on somebody who has done something positive. Okay. Is okay. anybody you want to shine a light on before we get to it? No. What? Angela, why you didn't ask me this off air so I could prepare? All right. Well, what about you, Chris? Anybody you want to say something positive Ooh. about who's done something great for you in your life? Let me think. Someone's done something great for me. I think my son. I was just about to tell. My I was going to give. I was going to yep, throw you the yep. son. I feel like he he is so hyped about me being here right now. We play <gasps> we play Power One Five in the car all the time. It's like he and puts he's me 11, on to all. Right? The, he's eleven, and he is the biggest fan of yours. And all he right. thinks I am the coolest dad right now. Oh. For sitting in this chair. He almost got out of school today. I was like, nope, buddy, you don't need to do that. <laughs> no, 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 like, no, no. Down. It's a podcast too. Get here later. You get out. Get out of school. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, there we go. I love that. That's so sweet. What's yeah. his name? His name is Andres. 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 Yes. Andres. We like to shine a light on you, baby. All right. Well, who do you guys want to shine a light on? 800-292-5150 is a number. James. Hey, Angela. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Listen, I want to shine a light on Impressive Fencing in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Uh, a young man by the name of Dante Hardeman. He started a fencing company, single parent. And his company is called Impressive Fencing. He does a lot of work with an elderly as well. Oh, nice. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, what's it, uh, what's uh, it called one more time? It's called Impressive Fencing. Okay, Impressive Fencing. Yes, and his number is 904-469-6067. And did you go there? or? Yeah, yes, I did. He's he, he done a wonderful job. Okay, we love to hear it. And you know firsthand. Very impressive. All right, thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Shamira, who do you want to shine a light on? Hi, I want to shine a light on my husband, Quan. Okay, Quan. He's <laughs> just an overall amazing, amazing person, amazing dad. My baby just had, he had a procedure today for surgery. We're on the way home, and everything was a success today. So I just want to shine a light on him. Yeah, sounds so, it's just good spirits, too, and that is a blessing. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, thank you. What's up, Stephanie? Who do you want to shine a light on? I want to shine a light on my bonus mom. Her oh. name is Ebony Harris. Mm-hmm. She's the CEO, the CEO of Empowerment Success Services. Okay. And she's your bonus mom? Yes. What's her name again? Ebony Harris. Ebony Harris. And how did your blended family come together? Well, she's married to my dad. She's been married to my dad for like 27 Years. Oh, nice! I love that. Yeah. That's see, people people could get along. Was it easy in the beginning, or did it was it a little tough? 
It was always easy because she's always been there since I was a baby. Mm, okay. Okay. All right, we love that. I love that, yeah. Well, shout out to bonus moms out there, all of them, doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Yes, and that was Shine a Light on them. We do that every single morning. 800-292-5150 is the number. And, of course, if you can't get through, you can always leave a message for the last words. When we come back, we got Yee and we'll be talking about the Oscars. According to the executive producer, they had to cut a lot of the Will Smith jokes. We'll give you more info on Way Up with Angela Yee. Way Up. Just like to talk like they Angela Yee, like they Angela Yee. Man, she's spilling it all. This is Yee T. Way up. Yes, it's Way Up with Angela Yee, and I have Jasmine Brand here with me. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, and our special guest host, Chris Witherspoon, who we're so excited to have. Thank you for having me, and happy Tuesday. Make sure y'all look up pop viewers, and this is your expertise right here. So let's talk about the Oscars. So one of the uh, executive producers and also the wife to the host, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Molly McNerney, was talking about why some Will Smith jokes were pulled from the ceremony. There were some jokes that were made. Listen to this want you have fun we want you to feel safe and most importantly we want me to feel safe so we have strict policies in place if anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show you will be awarded the oscar for best actor and permitted to give a 19 minute long speech no but seriously the academy has a crisis team in place if anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony just do what you did last year Nothing. All right. Well, Molly McNerney said that her husband did not go harder because they didn't want to make this year all about last year. She told Variety, I cannot tell you how many Will Smith jokes we had that we then got rid of. We think that only the best for that room made it. There were certainly some that went harder, but we didn't think that was our place to do that. That should be Chris Rock, not us. But they didn't want to ignore it altogether. What did you guys think? I think that I felt like the jokes were fair. I felt like it wasn't too hard. Yeah, I felt like they went a little light, you know, in comparison mm. to what I was expecting yeah. Jimmy Kimmel to do throughout the night. Um, but I kept thinking to myself that just last week we had Chris Rock do an hour special where those last five minutes really rocked social media, rocked the media world. And I think that Molly and Jimmy, as they were getting ready to prepare last week, they probably thought, you know, that didn't turn out that well, right? You know, right. for Chris it Rock, it kind of made things turn on Chris Rock. It really did. It's interesting it really that he did. dropped it right before the Oscars. Sidebar: yes. Yes. Uh, Kimmel's wife is the EP of the Oscars. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I know that's, that's right. Okay. Come on, family. <laughs> All right, you, gotta hire, you gotta hire your husband. <laughs> yeah, but I think that it, it, it was the right move for him not to go too right. in on yeah. Will Because it's also like let's celebrate. We're celebrating. Yeah. It is supposed to be a celebration. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, let's focus on this year. And the Academy is really trying to kind of you know revamp, and I think make themselves look good after what went wrong last year because it was really you know the thing off the tracks period yeah period period and they really didn't do anything they just no that's what he sat there that's what like, he said he was like and you kind of no can't ignore do anything. it yeah yeah <laughs> all right now diddy is looking to get a majority stake in bet as paramount is putting that network up for sale mm-hmm. there's a lot of people bidding for this though by the way tyler yeah. perry is trying to do it byron allen and more people are contending for that so um and then you know he also has revolt it would be nice if they did it together, right? Because I feel like then what happens with Revolt? Do you put everything together? I was thinking the same thing. Well, I was saying Tyler Perry, Byron Allen, and Diddy could... It would be a nice little trio if they combined forces and did yeah. and took over together. Feels but like I, they're competing with each other. Yeah, though. I'm sure that, they are. I'm sure but they do are. you all know, is, is BET making a lot of money right now or are they somehow in danger? Is that why folks are trying to buy them or is it like a, a some kind of a prize pony right now? I don't know. Not Tyler ministry, Perry has know. a lot of <laughs> shows ministry. on there. BET Plus, I did watch the Monique movie okay, on there. okay. 
what was it called? The reading? Was that what it was called? Yeah, remember. the reading. I heard it was amazing. Listen, I, I missed that one. It was. It was good. I love a horror movie. Do you have BT Plus? I do have it. Can I get your, your Yes. You okay, can. I ain't got Jasmine, it. Has it. Did you just add it really on did. air? Did you just really ask did. on air to use her I password really did. for Diddy, BT Plus? Jasmine asked me behind the scenes. At oh, least. no. I'm you just, are such a hater. I just you know, keep I it do, 100. I do want to say all my streaming services at home has a different name on it because I got everybody's. Hold on. First of all, a lot of them are mine. Uh, Ooh, Angela. Come on. Okay. Okay. Well, you lightweight live in my house. I'm a squatter. I am squatting. Relax. I'm curious what could be a change we could see to BET if someone like a Tyler Perry or a Diddy were to buy it. Like, what are the changes that we want to see to a BET? Yeah, because look at, folks? like, is Revolt making money right now, too? That's a good question. That's mm-hmm. a really good question. I don't know. And I also feel like whatever networks do, they also have to do a lot online and streaming also in oh, order yeah. to compete because you yeah. can't just be... No, BET Plus is the future of BET. Right. Yeah, and they, exactly. And they have to know that. You're right you know? there. You're right about that. All right. Well, that is your Yee-T. And when we come back, we have About Last Night. That's when we talk about some things mm-hmm. that we got into last night. And we have some fun stuff to talk about with y'all. So, About Last Night is Way Up with Angela Yee. Last night. So, about last night. Last night. Last night. Here's how it went down. Yes, it's way up with Angela Yee. I'm here with Jasmine Brand. Good morning. You know her from the Jasmine Brand. And then Chris Witherspoon. He is the CEO and founder of Pop Viewers, but you've also seen him on the many a show on CNN, on Fandango, MSNBC, interviewing people like Tom Hanks, Oprah Winfrey, Viola Davis, mm-hmm. everybody. I've been around, you guys. I've yeah. been around. He gets around. <laughs> I've yes. been around, you guys. You can download <laughs> Pop Viewers today in the Apple App Store. That is my new baby, my new sort of like focus right now. It's and tell people what Pop Viewers is because I think it's an amazing concept. Yeah, so it's a place where you guys can go to discover new shows, new movies, and more importantly, react to what you're watching. And our goal right now is to kind of really bridge the audience sentiment with the studios. So studios understand what people are watching, okay. not just how many millions of folks people are, are, are watching shows, but why people are watching shows in various films. We can mm-hmm. kind of incorporate the viewers okay. into the content that they see in the future. That's you know, it's interesting because right depending on who's, because sometimes you see stuff that gets great reviews and you're like, who are I don't these connect. people that are, yeah. And then you see some that is a classic for us and it doesn't get good reviews and you're like who is reviewing these movies so it kind of gives us the power to say I like this I was watching um, The Best Man Final Chapters Uh and remember he put they had adapted his um, and this is my about last night because I I watched the whole thing at once right and Anyway, um... Wait, you watched the whole series? Yeah, in she, did. Oh she, my did. God. she binged watched it. I binged it. it. Yeah. Wow. It was good. And That's so, remember, he had, he had turned the book into a movie. And his reviews were, like, terrible. Right. Yep. Right? But she was like, oh, it was amazing. You saw what people were like when they were in the theater watching it. And so many times I feel like it could be something that doesn't get great reviews, but... It's good. Who's reviewing? And it sounds like it sounds like what you have is kind of helps with the disconnect. Yeah, I feel like so many of our content, our shows, and our mm-hmm. movies for Black people, by Black people, by Latin, um, you know, Americans, our content oftentimes critics don't know how to really access. So you will see Black content um, that have low scores on Rotten Tomatoes or low scores yeah. on yeah. the critics' aggregates. But at the end of the day, we are still watching this. We're content. like, this is a classic. Yeah. You know, I was watching Love After Lockup to, be, to get ready for today. <laughs> I know y'all watched that show. So last <laughs> night after I finished. I that is um, Angie's jam. Yes, I, fight? I, yes, yes. <laughs> it is oh, so man. good. But at the end Shout of the day, Derek and Monique. Ain't no critics and major 
major, you know, uh, writers for Big Publications writing those kind of shows, but a lot of us are watching those shows. Yes, so yes. for me, Pop Viewers is a way for us to bring diverse communities together and show the power, the power of us coming together and watching content. I love the research that you did content. was watching Love After That was my job. I was like, you know what? <laughs> that's a, that's They had Monique on. If you want to guest host on Angela Yee's show. You need to watch. Yep. You must. Yep. That was my job last night. But I'm going to keep it real. A lot of <laughs> what I watch is also because if I see something that's trending. Yes. Or that everybody's posting and talking about, I'm like, let me get into this because I also want to make sure I'm up on what everybody else is watching so that I feel like I can talk about it. Listen, how many of the Oscar nominees did you watch? Not that many, what did right? We say? None. I was like, I was trying to watch one last night. We, tried, we tried it. What really is the power right now, you guys, is word of mouth. As I'm talking yeah. to the studios, I'm explaining to them that like that word of mouth cosign from a friend, from someone that you know and trust, is so much more powerful than critics coming together and saying Tar or yeah. All is Quiet on the Western Front or The Banshees of Anna Sharon are the top films of the year. It's really about what people are watching and meeting folks where they are and that's what we do at Pop Viewers. Right. All right. Well, and shout out to Act Your Age um, on Bounce TV. That was the most watched half hour series debut they ever have with over 2.14 million viewers. It's that's really amazing. funny. Yeah, it's great. But it shows the power of, of the black and brown consumer. We are powerful. Now, one thing I wanted to talk about because you discussed your son earlier is Tyler Perry. Right. And he was on Michelle Obama's The Light Podcast and he talked about disciplining his eight-year-old son. He was discussing how the nanny was telling him to brush his teeth. He didn't want to brush his teeth and he kind of was going in on the nanny and I got down eye to eye and I was talking to him and I was like, listen to me, you are not going to be this way. We love you. We are your parents. You will not behave this way. We taught you better than this. And I'm talking to him and I'm starting to get emotional. And he said, I'm sorry, Papa. I'm sorry. He brushed his teeth. He did all those things. But I went out on the balcony. I was in tears because I realized that nobody had ever got down and talked to me eye to eye. So to have a moment that I had a chance to have a conversation with a child who is my spitting image, I was not only correcting and leading him the right way but helping my own little boy inside of me heal yes because he talked about getting beat all the time beat, you know beat. growing up yeah. and yeah. i know this was something that struck a chord with you chris in particular you have an 11 year old son and we're going to talk about that 800-292-5150 disciplining your child how you were disciplined growing up and how that affects how you parent right. i want to see what you guys think as well call us up 800-292-5150 Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Hey ladies, it's Angela Yee. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It's crucial for us, especially as black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or our community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head on over to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. What's up? It's Angela Yee, and you know all those phrases we live by, like the early bird gets the worm. 
Hunter be hunted. The famous Abraham Lincoln quote says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of the quote. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Well, if you're a business owner and want the best people on your team, the same applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring, so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. And of course, ZipRecruiter smart technology will help you find the top talent for your roles right away. We know how essential it is for our business to have the best employees. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash way up to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 50. Going way up, turn up, turn up with Angela Yee. Yes, it's way up with Angela Yee. And I'm here with my girl Jasmine from the Jasmine brand and Chris Witherspoon, uh, CEO of Pop Viewers. Make sure y'all download that app. And we're talking about Tyler Perry and disciplining his eight-year-old son with compassion. Now, I know for you, Chris, this really struck a chord. You have an 11-year-old. Yes, yes. Yeah, listening to this story, I thought it was so profound that he didn't say that he spanked his child. You know, my son is 11. We have not spanked him yet. Okay. His mother, who's my good best friend, we went half on a baby. Uh, we <laughs> said we were not going to spank our son. Now, I was spanked. I was spanked, like, for any old reason and, mm-hmm. like, on a regular basis. But I think one of the things that I kind of realized is, like, when you spank a child, sometimes you take away the ability to, to have a conversation around what really happened. Okay. And understand what they were feeling. And I think what Tyler Perry did is an example of what we see so many any other parents from the other side of the tracks do which is like understand why their child did what they did have a conversation have a conversation you know and I feel like I didn't get a chance to do that and in therapy right now I do a lot of therapy it's not so much me being in trauma over the spankings it's more about like learning how to use my voice and express what I'm feeling Mm. and how there wasn't always space to do that in my home as a child right Yeah, because I got spanked a lot as a child. And Jasmine, All the time. Yeah. It'd be like, who left the cap off the toothpaste? I'd be wow. like, and it was me and my brother. So yep. it was, if he got a spanking, I did. And if I did, he did. So I already knew. Sheesh. Yeah, if he got in trouble, I was in trouble. Oh my gosh. Did you get it used to be like when he was getting spanked, I would laugh behind my dad's back. But then I was like, oh, I'm next. Yep. Oh, <laughs> no, I got spanked. My brother and I got spanked all the time, like together, two years apart. Was, oh, wow. Yeah. What about you, Jasmine? I got spanked a little bit, not a lot. I was kind of scared of my mom. Like she could like yell at me or look at me and it kind of scared me. I got a few, sp- like more so when I was little, little, like, you know, yeah. all the way up till five. And then it kind of stopped and she would just kind of, you know. Now, as a parent, though, because you do have a daughter. Yeah. She's not two yet. Right. Rain is almost two. I um I, I might later on pop her. Okay. Like, I might okay. pop her, but I, I'm going to try to talk to her. Because right now, I grab her face and be like, hey, no biting. Because she... She'll she get likes the, to bite. Yeah, she she gets upset when she'll, she'll bite her grandmother. I'd be like, no, we don't. You oh, know. you either hit their little hand. You'd be like, pow, pow. Yeah, pow, pow. <laughs> and yep. they'd be like, no, pow, pow. I grab her. I grab her face and I look her in the eye and I'm like, we don't we don't do that. And then she won't look at me in my eyes. So I wow. know she knows what the heck. When she is gets going a little on. older, she's gonna laugh at you. Well, then my, but you know, the, the worst uh, used to be when I get spanked in front of my friends. Can you imagine? Yeah, I can't believe that happened to you because that would that would be awful. PTSD for me it's right now. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> and then your friends be feeling so bad for you, like they don't want to look at you. So Angela, you got spanked in front of your friends. Yes. And this is when I started going to private school. So, you know, the white kids, they were not getting a spanking. <laughs> right. And so I remember I got spanked in front of my friend and she was horrified. <laughs> Horror. Angela, what age were you when the, the spanking stopped? 
Um, I was probably like about maybe I was like fifteen. That's kind of old. I feel. No, I think they stopped for me around fifth grade. Fifth grade, yeah, no, sixth grade. You okay. were about to be driving. It what was, what were you doing at fifteen to get spanked? Do you remember? Nothing. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like if I was on the phone too long, like get off the phone, you know, and stuff like that. But yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's see what you guys have to say about the spankings that Tyler Perry was talking about. He's disciplining his eight-year-old son. He does not spank. His son, he talks to him and has him explain things with compassion, something he wishes he would have had the space to do when he was growing up and he was getting beatings all the time. Uh, let's see who is on the line. Kwane, what's your thoughts on disciplining your, your kids or being disciplined growing up? Oh, my God. So when I was growing up, my mom used to whip me for, like, everything. Like, if I would fold my dress Chris after she ironed it, it's like, nobody's going to teach you common sense. You got to have it. Mm. Or, you know, if I said a curse word... I would have to write it a hundred times, knew what it meant, what the <laughs> language, the dialect it came from. But she whooped me for like everything. Now raising my daughter, I barely spank her, probably once a year. Mm. But what I noticed the difference is I have character, I have strength, I know common sense. My daughter lacked in those areas, maybe because I'm not spanking her. Mm. But I knew also I didn't have an opinion. So now I allow my daughter mm. to speak. You know, how you feeling? Do you agree with why I'm yelling at you? You know, things of that sort. Um, back in the day, you didn't have a choice. You did what your parents yeah. said. You just had to and shut up. Yeah. Yeah. And this is not very mm. long ago because I'm 27, but my daughter is 12. So my wow. mom raised me young, but she had that old school lecture. So, so and you think the beatings helped you? She's saying, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, 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 Kwane, why have you decided to not beat your daughter? Beat is strong. Because my mom did the most. Okay. Like, it was, like, kind of traumatic in mm-hmm. ways. But okay. the, the things, the qualities that I have, my daughter lacked. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. All right. Well, thank you, Kwane, for sharing. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. And I just want to say, uh, my mom passed away last Sunday. So, Ooh. hi, mom. I'm on the radio. <laughs> Well, rest in peace to her. My condolences. Thank you. You know, for some parents, it hurts them more to beat their kids. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't either. I'm like, my mom is so soft now. I'm like, how did she do that back then? (laughs) Easily. All right, let's take some more calls. Chase. Yes, how you doing? How are you? We're talking about Tyler Perry disciplining his eight-year-old son, but what are your thoughts and what's what's it been like for you? Well, like, for me, like, I grew up getting, I got beat. Right. My parents didn't play now that I'm an adult, my children are mixed. And uh, they have that different type of fear with me and respect for me as opposed to how they have with their mother. So do you do you spank them or discipline them physically or how do you discipline them? Most definitely. Most oh, definitely. Okay. I wouldn't be where I was today without those whoopings. Now, is there a limit to these whoopings? That's what I want to know. Yeah, what are the That's guidelines? Oh, yeah, like we're not, get, we not getting the people involved now. <laughs> oh, the, the, the people, police. the popo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we not this, what's the line involved? between abuse you know I mean? and a spanking? Right, yeah. Yeah. Also, at what age do you do you stop spanking? What age do you start? Oh, that's a good question. What age do you start? What age do you stop? I think uh, my oldest son is about to turn 20, and I think he got his first spanking when he was about six. Oh, I okay. thought you were going to say you're still spanking him. I was, him. Been... I was like, all right, now you got to Yeah, when did, when did it stop? That's well, a fight. When was the last <laughs> whooping? <laughs> it stopped when he moved out my house. Oh, it's like eight, 17, wow. 18? Oh, wow, okay. Uh, yeah, we talking about 19. He moved out. Yeah, that's when it stopped. Wow. And they wow. never tried to hit you back. I was and- just going to say, he tried to punch you? <laughs> he probably can whoop you, too. Hey, I'm a pretty... 
I'm a pretty big guy and I'm, a, I'm ex-military, so hey, oh, he's more than welcome to try it. It wouldn't have worked out in his favor, though. I don't know. I ain't going to be 19 and you spanking me. <laughs> but if you got oh, a, nah, a big 19, buff dad. wasn't spanking no more. We was just going straight to the body now. Y'all, was oh, fi- oh, y'all were fighting. Got it. Okay. Yeah, like if you, you don't want to pay bills, you don't want to respect the house, it's either, hey, you either get out or you take the spade. Oh, my goodness. Take the spade? All right. Okay. No comment. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, thanks for calling in and sharing with us. That was eye-opening. When we come back, we have Yee We'll be talking about Flo Rida, what he has happening now that he won that $82.6 million. Let's break it down on Way Up with Angela Yee. Yee next. Yo, she about to blow the lid up off this pot. Let's get it. Oh, yeah. Angela's spilling that Yee Come and get the tea. Yes, it is way up with Angela Yee. I'm here. Jasmine Brand is here. Good morning. Chris Witherspoon is here. Chris, what's your Instagram for people to find Ooh, you too? It's at Witherspoon C. So my last name, W-I-T-H-E-R-S-P-O-O-N, and then my first initial C. Okay, so you can follow him and pop viewers. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, now Flo Rida, as we all know, won this crazy lawsuit after suing energy drink company Celsius. He got $82.6 million. Woo! And now he's launching his own energy drink. It's called Jet Set One. He okay. said Celsius is great, but at the same time, he want to take something and make it even greater. So not only did he win this money, but now he's also going to be coming out and doing a whole brand against Celsius. Mm. And that is more than enough money that you need to get a company off the ground. Like he could take eight million <laughs> with his brand and his notoriety. He that that eight million and get that that seed funding to grow his company. And we see how much money people can make off of beverage companies. Mm. You know, so he's planning to launch this in the first quarter of 2024. He said, coming from the success of Celsius, when they had no name and the marketing was very little, I took that product and I took it worldwide. This is a thing that we want to do with Jet Set One. And he was talking to Insider (laughs) exclusively. Okay. I want to see how that tastes. You want to try it? Yeah, I want to try it. They're saying it's healthy Mm -hmm. and it tastes better than every energy drink on the market and so on and so forth. All natural ingredients. I'm going to use that for the gym. Look at us. Already helping Mm -hmm. promote. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and Florida is also, by the way, headlining the 18th annual AIDS Walk and Music Festival. So they announced that he would partner with the organization okay, okay. and raise over $2 million for HIV AIDS services. I love that he's giving back. And I mean, that's a walk. So I say bring your jet set to the walk. <laughs> Supposed to drink that. It's not going to be ready yet. Not ready yet. Yeah, yeah oh. not till 2024. Bring like a now, prototype. Since we're talking business, Shaq is celebrating the opening of his restaurant. Okay. And uh, he, by the way, is uh, he's making his way around Kansas City. I saw some video footage of him. You know, he DJs as Diesel. Yes. In the club, and when I tell you, it was ram packed <laughs> in that club. I've actually seen him DJ before. How is he? He's good. It was in the, um, he plays a lot of fist pumping music. I guess you play for whoever the audience is. Okay, okay. But I was in the Bahamas at the Bahamar and he happened to be DJing there. And so, yeah, it was cool. So he has a new restaurant, Big Chicken, and they had a a ribbon-cutting Saturday afternoon ceremony at the new Kansas City International Airport Terminal and Concourse B. So congratulations to him. He's been doing this restaurant thing for a minute. Remember, we went to his restaurant. In L.A. L.A. LA. Live, yeah. Mm -hmm. My dad lives in Kansas City, so my dad has to check that out. Right. At the airport, you said? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd be getting hungry at the airport. They don't really have good food there. So fried chicken at the airport? They don't have good food at Kansas City Airport either. And in Atlanta, Ludacris has his restaurant in the airport. Chicken and beer? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a really smart place there. to have good restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I think it's kind of because you still have to pay a lot to be in the airport, so you got to make sure people come. That's true. They but so there's true. always people in the airport. So. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if we could have some of that in the Delta Sky Lounge, like a little pop up, little little ludicrous chicken and beer pop up there, a little shack chicken pop up? You know? Okay. 
I feel like it can happen. All right. All right. Shaq is also. Now, that's the good news. (laughs) The bad news. It says that he's also been evading getting served papers for an FTX-related lawsuit for four weeks. According to attorneys, they're having a hard time serving him. Well, he's in Kansas City. No. <laughs> but apparently, they said uh, he's been just evading them. There's a lot of celebrities that are in this lawsuit, by the way. Tom Brady, Steph Curry, Larry David, among others. And that is all for being um, exposing people to misrepresentations and omissions and things like that. Uh, so, you know, it's like a cryptocurrency. Yeah platform okay yeah right. so sometimes you agree and get the check and you don't really know what you're getting into and he mm-hmm. over there ducking them yeah getting right. served okay all right and um little uzi vert is addressing controversy some people are saying he has satanic lyrics um on his new track and so here is that one line i make a city girl believe in satan okay. and so when tmz caught up with him here's what he had to say Hey, what do you mean by that lyric, man? You make a city girl believe in Satan. What do you mean um, by that? Not, not actually Satan, but just basically, I make a girl do whatever I say so. What, what did JT think of those lyrics? She really didn't think too much of it. She was there when she heard me make the song. She know what I, she know like what I really mean. So it's not really about Satan. No. Do you believe in Satan? Um, no. <laughs> he said, um, no. Do you believe in Satan? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> it's a crazy thing to yell out to somebody. But what he's saying is it's so extreme. Right. I mean, that's how I took it, that, like, I can make you believe in something yeah. so extreme. He came from a religious background, too, but he said he just likes to say whatever he wants to say. and He's really not trying to offend anyone. So. All right. Well, there you have it. And that okay. is your Yeetie. And when we come back, it's time for Under the Radar. These are stories that are not necessarily headline stories. They're flying under the radar, but we feel like they're important. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I got news. Addition to news that relates to you. These stories are flying under the radar. Yes, it's Way Up with Angela Yee. Jasmine Brand is here with me. Happy Tuesday. Chris Witherspoon is here with me also. Good afternoon. Check out oh, Pop Viewers. Morning, still. Yeah, still. Yeah, depending <laughs> on where you are. Yes. Well, I guess everywhere, no, is, still everywhere is still morning. everywhere is still morning right now. So All right. Team. Now, under the radar, these are stories that are not necessarily the headline stories that we're watching on the news, but mm-hmm. they're stories that we feel like are important. Okay. And as we're sitting here right now, our producer, Dan, is drinking out of a reusable water bottle. Which sounds like a great idea. Right. It's good for the environment. Mm-hmm. They're but, all the rave. <laughs> yeah. A new study has delivered a very disturbing finding, though, and that is that these water bottles are filthy. <laughs> If you don't clean them regularly. Okay. All right. So a new recent study from US-based waterfiltergurucom mm-hmm. found that reusable bottles can have 40,000 times more bacteria than the average toilet seat. Oh, my gosh. It's like a portable Petri dish. So they swab them. Mm-hmm. And they found two types of bacteria present, and it can cause infections. And these are increasingly resistant to antibiotics. Okay. So they compare the cleanliness of the bottles to household objects, and it turns out that this has more bacteria, uh, 14 times more than a pet's drinking bowl. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's disgusting. That's scary. That's awful. Yeah. But I love this news because I'm the kind of person that I'm. people always get on me for wasting water bottles because mm-hmm. I like to have the water bottle open it and like have that fresh that fresh water as opposed to the water from that little thing. Um, mm-hmm. So this actually helps my cause. I mean, and the main thing is clean it. Yeah. You know? How often are you? But how, I'm trying to Every find time. a solution. Dishwasher okay. clean it. Like how clean you got to get Washing it? Washing it at least once a day with hot soapy water and sanitizing it at least once a week is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Now, they do say squeeze-top bottles are the cleanest of the three styles tested. Okay. Because a tenth, it has a tenth of the amount of bacteria as the ones that screw off or the ones with the straw-fitted lids. So. I, I, wonder, I wonder how often um, our uh, EP, um, Dan... 
cleans his. I'm looking Ooh. at him. I'm going to guess not that often. Okay. Uh, he wants <laughs> to speak so bad. He wants to speak, but we don't want him on our mics because there's a lot of bacteria. Ooh, come on. From what we know in his mouth right now. Okay. Moving on. Do you want to say something? So the it's a screwable one. It's the one with the top comes off. I clean the top like daily. But you don't clean it inside? But the bottle itself, I only put water in it. So, so do you really what? need to clean yes. the bottle? But the top where I drink from, that's what gets cleaned. No, you have to clean the whole Can thing. Can someone get 14 the swabs times right more than a pet's drinking bowl. Because imagine this, right? Oof. You're putting your mouth on there. There's a little bit of backwash going in there. Mm. And that's the same bacteria that would have been on the top. So now all you're doing is... I'll replace the water, though. You should definitely replace it. Oh, but you also Dan. have to clean the inside, Dan. Oh, is Dan. that hard? Actually, if you're going to clean the top, why not clean <laughs> the whole thing? My hand doesn't fit in it. How do you clean? Like... Because they have it's those like brushes, they have, have brushes, yep. just like yep. if, you, how you clean up a We're baby bottle. We're trying to save your life. They have brushes for that. Okay, go ahead. Somebody get a swab. Does anyone drink out of a this. water fountain anymore? No. You know, in the gym, once in a once Ooh, in a blue moon, child. I will take my bottle and put the bottle in the water mm. fountain. But even then, I'm a little bit nervous about it. I don't even like when people do that. Stop it immediately. The bottle water yes, thing. Yes, I don't okay. know why I don't like that. Stop it immediately. I'm in trouble. I'm a germaphobe though. I am too. This to this study real. has changed my Chris, life. Chris, it doesn't sound like you're a germaphobe. I mean, clearly not enough. I just don't want to black out. You know what I mean? If, yeah. if I can't get to the bottle of water fast enough, I got to get to the I was wondering, out. why do people wash their hands after they go to the bathroom and not also before? Oh, I do it both times. Yeah, you got to do it both times. After, well, especially at the gym. Well, I only wash mine after. I don't, I'm going to be honest, I don't wash my hands before yeah, I go to the bathroom. Don't. Yeah, I do it after, but not before. Especially, especially guys, you got to touch it. Right? No, you yeah. you really want to make sure that you scrub it Chris, up. Chris, you, you wash before you go to the my bathroom? My grandfather told me that when I was a little boy. Okay. Yep. Right. He works you on the railroad. You teach your son that too? Absolutely. Okay. Both times. Wash before and after. Okay. Okay. Well, that is your under the radar now. When we come back, we do have the Way Up Mix at the top of the hour. Plus, we have a special guest joining us today, Stratus Morpho. Again, he has a book called, out called Be a Disruptor. If you've heard of Brooklyn Chop House, it's an amazing mm-hmm. restaurant. There's two of them here that people go to all the time. But he also started Philippe's back in the day. And wow. Philippe's is a very Philippe's. popular restaurant. But he's got a lot of drama with that. He's going to talk about all of that on Way Up with Angela Yee. Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Hey ladies, it's Angela Yee. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It's crucial for us, especially as black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or our community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head on over to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. 
One of the most important things is having our voices represent us. And that's why black representation in media means so much to me and also to the black community. When things happen with current events and entertainment and politics, it is so important that we are speaking for ourselves and not have other people place a narrative on us and who we are and to tell those stories from our point of view. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. They say it's truth in the room. Ah! From industry shade to all the gossip. Angela's spilling at Yeetie. All right, it's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee. Jasmine Brand is here. Good morning. Or and, afternoon, sorry. Yeah, good afternoon, wherever yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Witherspoon is here. Happy Thank you, Chris. Happy Tuesday. I'm still in your line. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. All right, so it's time for your Yee team. Now, let's discuss Diplo. Hmm. Diplo was recently on a podcast. Help me with her name. Emily Radajkowski. Is that how That's I say That's perfect. Yep. Okay. Emily Radajkowski's podcast. And he was talking about a situation he had where he's gotten oral sex from a man before. Here's what he had to say. I'm sure I've got a from a guy before. You sh- you're sure that's happened? Yeah. And you, you just don't remember? I mean, like, I don't know if it's gay unless you, like, make eye contact while there's the blow. That's such a straight guy thing to say. But it's, I mean, getting a is not that gay, I think. I don't know. It's a, you tell me. All right, so <laughs> so I, I don't know if it's a gay unless if it's gay if you don't make eye contact unless you make eye contact. So does that mean it never happened? I've never heard this before. The whole eye contact thing. This is <laughs> Chris, this is very, this is very new to me and my community. <laughs> okay. um, I don't think it makes him gay. I think it makes him some like just all these new terms now. Okay. Like what is fluid? fluid. fluid. Okay. Um, I think it makes it's more along the lines of fluid or maybe so that even, fluid made him fluid. There we go. <laughs> I think even by maybe, uh, but that's very open-minded for him to come on a podcast and say all of that. It's hard because like people don't want to label themselves. They don't. Yeah. They don't anymore. Sometimes you try something and then if you try it one time, but it, it sounds like it, it probably happened more than one time. And how far did it go? That's the other part I'm curious well, about. Well, we know one thing didn't happen. It was no eye contact. Ooh, right. That's true. Yeah. And so I know I feel like eye contact is a connection. So maybe he's saying there was no connection. Yeah. Or also it means he can pretend like it didn't happen. Like he doesn't even really know it was a man down there because he wasn't physically seeing the guy. Yeah, because he also said that he's sure he has, but he's not but he doesn't remember much. Yeah, so he's maybe a little gay or a little bi. Can you be a little gay? Yeah, I think so. That's a good question, actually. I think you could be a little bi. You could I be think a little bi. When you gay, you all the way gay. I'm adding a Chris little extra. Chris said if you're gay, you're you all the way, way gay. gay. Okay. You all the way gay, all the way up. <laughs> all the way gay. Good Angela Yee. <laughs> 
All right, but that's fine. So maybe a little bit. So I'm proud of him for saying that, though. Yeah. I'm really proud of him for coming out and saying that's say. a very hard thing to say. Yeah. You know, it, but the podcast. But he's also a white man, so I feel like for a black man, it probably even harder to say if you, yes. you know if a, a black man is. But he's a, also very in this uh, space of like Caribbean, like a lot of his music, Major Lazer. Yeah, mm. you know. But I think you're right. I think that being able to to experiment with your sexuality, it is a privilege, and white people are more privileged mm-hmm. to feel that they can kind of color outside the line sometimes yes. women and men you see so many white girls in fraternities like i'm sorry sororities, sororities uh-huh. you know yeah. um, and women colleges. have the freedom to experiment a lot more than men do we period. do that's the point mm-hmm. you were making off air you mm-hmm. were saying that when women do it we don't really it's not so much of a big deal it's kind of like it was college yep yep <laughs> all right now let's talk about finesse two times he was on lip service and that episode is actually out today okay. and one of the things that he discussed is his relationship now he actually has three girlfriends maybe two but three okay you know i'm in a polygamy like i'm i like i gotta have more than one woman uh, but they know about each other yeah they got no we stay together oh how many women uh, three. Oh. oh oh so finesse three times <laughs> okay <laughs> they get along they have yeah. their friends i mean it's it's kind of you got the do you have a favorite ah, he does i, I, think he okay. I can you I can. the first wife <laughs> it was he a lot of sighing. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Like, ah. But he does get very in depth with it. Yeah, by I want to hear from the women, from the wives. One of them was actually there, but she didn't. She wasn't in the interview, though. Yeah, she was definitely making sure that he said the right thing. Yeah, okay, she would stand up. And it, yeah, and then another thing he talked about. So if you guys remember, this went viral, and people were actually going in on him because he gifted his friend, who they said took his charges. Right, mm-hmm. that was the the post. Uh, he gave him $5,000 and some people were like, yo, this man took charges for you and did time for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And all you did was give him $5,000. Here's what he had to say about that. I didn't say that he took a charge for me and went and did 10, 11 years for me. I said that he did 10 years and while we was incarcerated, Together. me and him, he, we were sellers. And when they kicked the dough in, I had some illegal shit in the cell. And he took the charge for, for me that. in jail. Oh, okay, gotcha. Got it. You okay. see what I'm saying? I got it, yeah. So that was a sign of loyalty for me. All right, so he got an extra 60 days. But the way it sounded when we saw it on social media, it sounded like he was in, he did 10 years for you. And I will say, <laughs> gave him extra five 60 days, you need a little more than 5,000. Come on. Yeah, I don't want to do I don't want to do extra days. I don't want to. Two I, months? You know, Angie, I would do one extra day for you. I wouldn't even do that for you. <laughs> I'm out. Keep it 100. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Angela. <laughs> One extra day, I'm trying to go home. Okay. All right, Angela. I know where we stand now. All right. Well, that is your Yeeti. Yeah. But thank you. <laughs> thank, for that extra day. Thanks, Thanks for is, nothing. It is Women's History Month. So <laughs> when it? we come back, yes, we will be uh, celebrating some women. And a real woman would not make you take an extra day for her. <laughs> a real friend wouldn't do that. But it is Women's History Month. So we're going to celebrate that. It's way up with Angela Yee. Celebrating the ladies during Women's History Month. Yes, it's Way Up with Angela Yee. Jasmine Brand is here with me. I'm here. And of course, Chris Witherspoon is here. I am so honored to be here right now, y'all. This is (laughs) a highlight. We're so happy to have you, by the way. I mean, he's interviewed Oprah several times. Several times. Tom Hanks, Will Smith. Who are some of the other people you've interviewed? Denzel Washington, Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, my um, goodness. Everybody. Holly Berry. Everybody. Everybody in Hollywood. All right. 
And now you're here. And now I'm here. What a downgrade. With no the money. Oprah of radio. I said it earlier, y'all. Angela Yee is the Oprah of radio. She Angela. needs to receive that. She's setting me up for she needs to receive being that. attacked. Angela Winfrey. There we go. Mm-hmm. I like the that. The Oprah like Winfrey that. of radio. But it is Women's History Month, and mm. we do want to celebrate some amazing women. Now, I know you're really good friends with Joanne Reed. Yes. I'm celebrating Joy today. Like, Joanne Reed is the Oprah of politics, in my opinion. And okay. she is just someone, y'all, that is... She's a trailblazer, the first black woman to have her own primetime cable Woo-hoo. news show, number one, say the that. readout. Say that. But also, as a friend and as a former boss of mine at the Grio, where I worked for many years, entertainment editor over there, she is the person that got me on camera. Okay. No one initially, I think, really saw me in that light until Joy said, okay, I'm your managing editor. I want you to begin doing entertainment segments for the Today Show, for MSNBC, and I'm going to fight for you to do so. So she's not just talent. She's not just a star, but she's someone who's a star maker. And I slew her today for that. She's oh. uh, also from New York. Yeah. She went to Harvard. Come on, Harvard. And um, <laughs> and she is a Sag because her birthday is December 8th. Okay. Yes. And she's also, also an author. She's, she's so many things. Yeah. What's and she, had a, she, she had a career in radio before she came to MSNBC, so she knows all of this world, too. Yes. And what I love about Joanne Reed is she just keeps it funky all the time, <laughs> says what she thinks, because... I've seen her getting attacked. Yes. You know, for her opinion or saying something and people get mad. And that's not an easy space to be in. Politics is worse than I feel like anything. Yeah, people they rough. can be savage. The things that she gets on Twitter mm-hmm. and social media in general from people on the right sometimes, I'm like, ooh, where's security? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Not for nothing. She uh, wrote a book in 2019, The Man Who Sold America, Trump and the Unraveling of American that. Story. Mm-hmm. No, wonder she, no wonder she goes back She's and forth fearless. You know, yeah. with folks about politics. All right, and the person that I wanted to celebrate today is Phyllis Johnson. Okay. Now, y'all know I have a coffee company. It's called Coffee Uplifts People. And Phyllis Johnson has been an invaluable asset to us. She's an entrepreneur, an author, an activist, but she also has her own importing company called BD Imports that she founded back in 1999. So she's been working here in this space for a long time. And in 2020, she founded the Coffee Coalition for Racial Equity. And there's a lot of racial injustice and unrest going on around us. But in the coffee business, it's really tough. If you think about where coffee beans come from, Mm. it's all black and brown places. It's a large percentage of women who are farmers. But we're talking about ownership. We're talking about... um, opportunity finances a lot of times people aren't getting uh, paid properly that's why when you see fair trade on coffee that's to make sure that people aren't getting pennies on the dollar who are working in these farms and working behind the scenes and so with her company BD Imports again I told you she's had this since 1999 it's been a pathway for new discoveries and enlightenment she says not just for herself and her family but for others it's the first company often to engage with women coffee entrepreneurs and producers in various countries or to inspire entrepreneurs in our own country so she said sometimes the best thing that one can be is a good representation or inspiration for others as a black woman in the green coffee trade I've stood out and been noticed by others who also stood out in their own way come on fellas I love it she's from a rural I can't say rural rural rural, rural. <laughs> rural. say it again rural this is fun rural. how you do this Arkansas <laughs> struggling to but say you know, someone rural. once told me this um, when I was going to college if you don't see the example be the example exactly and I feel like that is what Phyllis is doing she is being the example and she's somebody I actually personally have gone to oh, oh really wow. for like, advice yeah, just okay. for that. Also for her knowledge. We've been working with her now as an importer. So wow. we've actually wanted to make sure with Coffee Uplifts People, we have a black woman who's a roaster. And then we have Phyllis, who's our importer. I would watch a documentary about her. Like, I feel like watching the life of the beans and like also like the women you talked about who are, you know, oftentimes the farm owners. I would, I would Netflix and chill 
the coffee out of that. The coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading about her now. She's dope. Yeah, because a lot of times we talk about equity, we talk about inclusion, yes, and yes. so she is the example, because you know how the coffee industry can be. Even here, I feel like in the United States, they really market to middle-aged white men. Yep. And so for um, somebody like Phyllis Johnson to try to level out the playing field and also make sure that things are more equitable and have more access, I think that's important. So we're all trying to take these tangible steps to help improve um, racial equality when it comes to coffee. It's a huge deal. Where can you find the fair trade thing you mentioned? I was doing that. When you that. look at coffee, you can see if there's a fair trade okay. uh, stamp on there. On I, the learned about, I, learned out, I learned about that with, with you. All right. Well, that is our Women's History Month. Shout out to Phyllis Johnson yes, and Phyllis. BD Imports. And when we come back, we have another entrepreneur, Stratus Morfogan. You guys are going to love his story. He is Definitely mob affiliated, and he has no problem talking about it. Right. But he's also a restaurateur. The restaurant business is a tough one. And so he talks about being a disruptor in his space. His story is amazing. If you've ever been to Philippe's, he started Philippe's, Brooklyn Top House. We see that all the time out here. So check it out. Way up with the Angela Yee. Now I'm back, back, back. Now I'm back. You vibing way up with Angela Yee. Yes, it is Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and Jasmine Brand is here with me. What's up? And also Chris Witherspoon. Hey, I'm on the way up, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris is, uh, what, what would I say your title is? So founder and CEO of Pop Viewers, we're an entertainment app in the Apple App Store right now, and also entertainment journalist for uh, NBC News and MSNBC. All right, let's not play no games. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spit them titles I'll off. I'm ready to go. Now, one thing you said earlier, though, that I didn't even, I wanted to... We were talking so fast about things. Yes. You were talking about your son, right? Yep. And your son is 11. Yes. And then you said that you and your friend had an agreement, and that's how everything yes. happened. You ended up having radio. a kid. She better come with us. She listens. So cause... talk to me about this agreement, because you know we're always like, okay, so if I don't have a kid and you don't have a kid, oh, like, I know yeah, about this. Yeah. Okay, okay so All my right. best friend, my best friend, this is a great New York story. I was I was working at this hotel, Soho Grand, mm -hmm. about 15 years ago, after being an NBC page. So I was kind of like trying to find myself, figure out what's next for Chris Witherspoon. And my friend was my supervisor at the hotel. Okay. Uh, she's from the DR, and I never met anybody from DR. I'm from a small town in Ohio. And Jokingly, within knowing her from one week, she said, "You know, Chris, um, I always thought I thought about having a kid, but I never knew how I was going to do it. Okay. And I feel like you'd be an amazing father. Would you be down to have a kid with me?" Mm -hmm. She was she, she, <laughs> me she had a dream about me. Okay. And wow. I was like, "It was overnight, you know, overnight, three in the morning, working overnight, you get delirious." And I was like, mm, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> and then she kept talking about it. We became roommates, mm -hmm. and we are both a part of the LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we just went half on a baby, and we became, we raised the child together as roommates for a year. Wow. Then we have our own places, and we both have our own. She has a girlfriend, I have a boyfriend, right, Neil? Neil, um, right, Neil. When, when you and I first <laughs> met, I remember you telling me this, Chris, and I I've never heard of a I, I don't know anyone that has had this same similar kind of setup. So mm -hmm. I was very. You know what's funny? MTV reached out to us when she was pregnant. Someone that I knew heard our story mm -hmm. uh, and reached out to me. Um, and we didn't do a story. I was like, or a documentary. I, I, I think it's my son's story to tell the whole okay, nuances gotcha. of how we created him and things. Mm -hmm. um, just he, he's already half famous on a baby. Yeah. He's, a, he's a meme, y'all. He's already a meme. If you go to Embracing Black Culture right now, they posted him last week. Uh, it's a picture <laughs> I took of him at the beach. And if someone knows how to monetize this, y'all, please DM me at Witherspoon C. Y'all just using memes of his son. He not getting no money from it. I'm going to put him on coffee, coffee, coffee for the people. <laughs> I think he should be like on, on, on a can of coffee something. 
thing. Goodness. But I love that. So she had a dream. She had a dream. She had a dream, and she was, you know, as 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 you know, when you're someone from certain communities and you can't afford to go to the, you know, whatever the different places are for for surrogacy or in vitro fertilization, you have to get creative. Right. And uh, then it's good that you're still in the child's life too. Oh my God, my son you know, is my everything. Yeah, that's your like, son. You're always like my son, my son. Sometimes and he knows I our stories. In the background. Yeah, he knows our stories, yeah. and he's so proud of us. And I, I love that. We could put him out in the world and he gets to be kind of like, you know, in these rooms and in these conversations with young people, kind of telling his story. How long did you all know each other before you decided to... Um... Well, well, I knew her for a week when she no, asked me. No, when she asked, what, but no, then you did it. I'm talking then about how long right. did you know each we other before you... We became roommates for four years. We were roommates. Okay, that's a, that's a and good time. Then, and then um, things got real because she had uterine fibroids. Mm-hmm. And so they had to remove them. The doctor was like, all right, in one year, y'all got to get pregnant. Okay. All and right. so we did. Timeline. We love it. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that story. I thank love you it. Thank me. You know? All right, and um, that is Chris Witherspoon talking about his 11-year-old, Andres. 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 Okay, Um, and when we come back, Stratus Morfogan is going to be joining us. He's an author. Uh, He's a disruptor, and his book is all about that. But he also has a brand-new restaurant that just opened, and he also owns Brooklyn Chop House, founded Philippe's, been in the restaurant business since he was six. It's fascinating. Way up with Angela Yee. Way up with Angela Yee is back to set off your workday. Turn the music up. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. Jasmine Brand is here with me. And Stratus, I've never pronounced your last name. Morfogan? <laughs> Morfogan. Yeah, yeah. Is that Morfogan. right? Yeah, Morfogan. Okay, Morfogan. Yeah. Stratus Morfogan is here with us. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, he has this book out. It's called Be a Disruptor. And it's streetwise lessons for entrepreneurs from the mob to the mandates. But we all know Stratus, I think, in general, just for being one of the owners of Brooklyn Chop House. But what people may not have known is that he also was one of the owners of Philippe's. Mm-hmm. Philippe I, didn't, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got to get into some of these lessons from this book because you've been in the restaurant business since you were six years old. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that you learn from an early age is discretion. Mm-hmm. Discretion is really important when it comes to owning a restaurant and being in that business. So you learned that in an early age. Explain that because this is actually a mob story that um, you guys would love to hear. Yeah, so my dad had the Chelsea Chop House. One of them was in Howard Beach, and about six, seven years old, I was a busboy. And the first lesson of discretion I had was when there was a little diminutive guy used to come in with a lot of big guys around him, and they used to go very discreet. My father would, like, drop what he was doing. You know, I, I was like, wow, who is this guy that my father, like, looks at with such reverence, you know? And then he would go sit him down, then I hear him tell the manager, get Mr. Gambino's drink. Wow. And, and, and it was Carlo Gambino, you know, the, <laughs> the boss of the Gambino family, and, you know, so here's a little short bus boy who's really not shy. You know, I- I'm walking up to his table and, you know, I start pouring water and I say, hi, Mr. Gambino. And no one says it. Yeah. <laughs> you could hear a pin drop. And, you know, I-, I felt so weird. Like, what did I do wrong? I'm just being nice. That's what my because right. my father actually calls him sir. So after after he puts me down on his knee and he talks to me, he goes, hey, how's school? Like 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 a grandfather. And, his, and he slips a $20 bill in my in my pocket. And he just says, next time, high is enough. And I'm like, okay. all right, all right. I have no idea what I did, but I'll keep taking the 20s and I'll just say hi. And then, um, so as my, I can see my father peeking around the table going, oh my God, Stratus <laughs> is sitting with the gangsters, you know? And, and I've been there for like 10 minutes. And uh, so as I get up, my father goes, come here. What was that about? I said, Dad, I don't know what I did. I just said, hi, Mr. Gambino. I go, oh, my God, this guy goes so far out of his way to be discreet. Right. And here comes this six-year-old ch- chubby bus <laughs> boy. Who you are. Yeah, he knows exactly who you are. And, and, and I saw when I left the table, they all started laughing. Like, it was so innocently done. But it was very funny. And there was a lot of lessons to learn there. Because, you know, like I do say in my book, 
Fast forward, you know, 2006 is two lessons I learned. I had just opened Philippe Chow mm -hmm. on my honeymoon in Mykonos, and I get a call from, I think it was like uh, the Inquirer or something. They said, we're offering you a million dollars for the tape. And I said, what tape? And they're like, there's a tape, you know, and they mentioned the names, which I'm not going to mention. And they were having sex in your restaurant. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, uh, so I'm like, so, 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 I'm, I'm like, so I call my managers right away, and I'm like, what happened? So a hip-hop mogul and a Hollywood starlet were having sex in one of the private rooms at Philippe. And they noticed that we had security cameras. And I said to the manager, get on the security cameras and tell me what you see. He said, oh, Mr. Mofogan, I can't look at this. <laughs> this, this, this is serious. I can't stop I, looking at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yes, so-and-so reserved the whole room last night to have a private dinner. And I'm like, do me a favor before I, before I even get an inch of temptation, delete it off the server. Right. Get rid of it. Yeah. That's not how I do business. Yeah. Because if you would have leaked that out, that's something that could destroy your Correct. business. And, and, and that's not the way I've become successful. Right now, we're talking to Stratus Morfogan. He's the author of Be a Disruptor, but also the guy who started Philippe's, that amazing restaurant, and now has one of my favorites, Brooklyn Chop House. Now, another thing, because this is streetwise lessons from entrepreneurs, from the mob to the mandates, right? This book that you have about being a disruptor. Yeah. You also talk about uh, your relationship with so many people from the mob are coming to your restaurants and how some of them actually might be um, more stand-up than people who work, say, in for the government or yeah. in politics. Yeah, so um, in 1993, well, put it this way, so now I know most of the mob because they run the Fulton Fish Market mm -hmm. and they're like extended family to me. I mean, I never looked at them as like they were criminals. So here I go, I opened up my restaurant in 93 called Gotham Diner and um, at that time, I became very close with, like, Ralph Coppola, who was the underboss of the Genovese family. And these guys were friends of mine, Bucky Carbone. And they were just customers, and they paid their bill. They didn't ever make you pay them? You said nothing like nothing that? Nothing like it. They, they were my friends. And it was always, like, a mutual respect. Mm -hmm. So in 93, 94, it became, like, the hottest place. And then at the time, I opened Rouge Nightclub. Mm-hmm. So right That's where he turned away, by the way, Madonna and Tupac. The nerve of you. Yeah, no, we need to hear that story after. Okay. Yeah, 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 Tell me yeah. this story so, and let's so, go back. Let's go back to that. So, so, so getting back to my, my, my book, my book is a, a, sto a story of inspiration and a journey of an entrepreneur. But it's not the typical book that you would read where it's all based on analytics. It's basically like, I f***ed up. And this is what I did to fix it. So all my analytics are supported by true life stories. And lessons. Yeah, and that's why it's hit a nerve with a lot of people because I actually beat myself up in the book quite a bit because I want people to learn from my mistakes and how I handled it. Well, let me go back a little bit. So when I opened up Gotham Diner to answer the question regarding how I got involved with, with, yeah. with, with organized crime. Um, <laughs> You know? Not like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, what, what happened was, is so I became friends with the, the heads of the Genovese family, and they were my friends. But simultaneously, I had John Gotti Jr. beating up my managers, mm -hmm. his, his crew. And then they finally came to see me. They wanted $10,000 a month, or they were going to break all my windows. So I told them, So every night, they're throwing black paint all over my windows. And every night, I would clean, every morning, I would clean it up. So Ralph Coppola and those guys saw me one day clean that. What is this? I said, well, John Gotti Jr. and those guys want a payment, and I'm not doing it, and this is what I get. Sit tight. So literally like six hours later, they said, go to Ferrier Bistro on 65th and Madison, which I knew was a Gambino hangout. Go there 11 o'clock tonight. Um, we're going we're gonna to squash this thing. So I get there at 11 o'clock at night, and you can see all the suits in the back, which were all the Gambino heads. And I, and I know these guys, and they were always really good to me. 
I just hate the John Gotti Jr. and those guys. Right. They're all a bunch of thugs. And I had no problem saying it in the 90s, and I still can yeah, say yeah, it today. It's, it's in the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not afraid. And, um, Clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what happened was I get to this meeting, and it's like something out of, like, Goodfellas had just come out. I'm like, wow, this is like my life now? I'm like at a, at a sit-down. And then Ralph's like, listen, he's my nephew. He's around us. Tell Junior next time he comes near him, come correct, or we're going to have a problem. And then he goes, Rafi, I didn't know. I, I'm here. I didn't know. I didn't know. I said, the next time you walk into that restaurant, what you're going to do this week, you're going to pay. And you're going to bring all your friends in. You're going to pay. And you're going to support that restaurant. And if you ever go there again and cause any trouble, I promise you, the next time we see each other, I'm going to have you crawl on the floor like the dog that you are. And I'm going to kick you in the ass until you bark in front of all these people. Oh, my gosh. And I was just like. Very descriptive. Oh, yeah. No, and, and that's exactly what happened. I'm like, I'm like all of a sudden, I, I think I grew six inches as I'm walking out the door. I'm like, wow, I got friends like this. <laughs> so as I'm talking to my dad the next day about what happened, he's like, well, you may have just exchanged one devil for the other. And yeah, I would be thinking that too. Yeah, and the truth be told, it's not true. Right. No, these guys... Because that's what you would think from watching movies. Like, and... they're, we're protecting you now, you got to pay us. Right. These guys continued to come to Gotham Diner, and basically they continued to pay. Mm-hmm. And uh, they wouldn't. They would never hear of it. If I, want, I think the first time I tried to take the check, it's like, no, 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 put the check down. And they always pay with a credit card, which was really funny. You think right. mobs always paying with? I would cash. think cash. No, yeah. all credit cards. They want. <laughs> These always are fooling us. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, want, they, they wanted a paper trail that you know what? We're just legal. We just we just like this kid, and we're and there's no nothing attached. Right. And everything stopped. All right, that's Jadis Morfogan. We'll be back with some more. When we come back, we'll discuss Madonna and Tupac and how he did not let them in the club. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Reels to Trails. Hey ladies, it's Angela Yee. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It's crucial for us, especially as black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or our community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head on over to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hey no, 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 no. Back. here she back at it bring it bring in the mac 
Way Up with Angela Yee is on. It's Way Up with Angela Yee and Stratus Morfogan, author of Be a Disruptor and also Restaurateur, Brooklyn Top House, Philippe's, all of that is here with us. And we got some questions. Now, let's get back to this Tupac and Madonna uh, that's exactly story. What I, was about I know, to ask. we have to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, you open up Rouge Nightclub. Yeah. Right? Everybody's coming here. It's the hot spot. Yeah. And no, this is ac- so, this is actually so the night before the grand opening, um, Julia Koch came to me and said, I want to throw a birthday party for my husband, David Koch, who is the energy conglomerate and, you know, multi-billionaire family. And I said, wow, that's a great way to open it. Because the only celebrity I knew at the time was Susan Lucci, because I grew up in Garden City. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't Shout know. Shout out to Susan Lucci. <laughs> Actually, I saw her last week. She, she looks amazing. But she's like the only celebrity I ever knew. I didn't know what a celebrity was. Um, and actually, the young kids that I met at Gotham Diner, they weren't celebrities yet. <laughs> David Blaine's and all this. Oh, they were wow. all working for me for 100 bucks a night, but they weren't celebrities. David Blaine. Wow. So, um, so, so here I open up the nightclub, and the night, and, and I had told, like, my big fat Greek wedding, that's my family. I said, doesn't matter who comes to the door tonight, no one's coming in. This is Thursday night. They could all come on Friday. And it's a black tie event. You've got, like, Henry Kissinger, Murdoch's. You got, it's who's who of Fifth Avenue and Park Avenue for David Koch's birthday party. So putting that, um, my, my next cell, this is before the internet, Brrr, you know, the next cell going up, oh. and I'm like, what? They're like, you have to come to the front. There's someone trying to get in. I said, if they're not on the list, they're not coming in. They're like, you're making this call. I'm not making the call. That's what my security said. Okay. And this time I'm so intoxicated at this time. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm thinking it's like, you know, maybe one of my cousins like, pretending to be a countess or something. <laughs> you know? So, so I, I get to the front and there's, you know, black guy there, gold chains, looking pretty cool, but not for tonight. There's a little blonde girl with like, a bomber jacket and, and a Yankee hat. And I look at them and I go, no. and I turn on like, like strap, 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 strap. I'm like, I don't want to hear it. There's all like black tie in there. You know, they're, no, I don't want to, I don't care who they are. And I walked away. So the next morning here, around 7 a.m., I, I saw that David Koch's party got some press. I was like, all right, cool. They're like, bro, look at page two. The picture of me going like this, and it says, new kid on the block rejects Tupac and Madonna. And going like this is him saying, like, cutting no his way. neck. Like, yeah, no, no way. Never. Yeah. So, so, wow. But that's not bad press. No, no so I didn't understand. It makes it really exclusive. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not. I'm like Forrest Gump of, of clubs right now. It was a total mistake, and I had thought, oh, my God, I just ruined my club. I don't understand press at the time. I'm 25 okay. years old. But obviously, you know what happened. Is they were like, you know, who is this guy? Who is this guy, Stratus? I know, da, da, da. Then Niall Rogers calls me a week later. And he's like, bro, she wants to come back. Are we cool? And I'm like, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. This is <laughs> so I'm like, Niall, as long as she dresses right, we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Norman is gone. As long as she dresses right. We're cool. Where would I mean, you I'm, want like, Madonna? I'm like this. <laughs> and so she comes with uh, Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell now okay. is playing for the Houston Rockets, and the Houston Rockets so are playing funny. the Knicks. This is June 94. She comes in. She's gracious. She's like, I'm sorry. I go, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> sit down. Whatever. I got a champagne, closed the curtain. They were having like a little dinner, a little, uh, you know, rendezvous, whatever. That was, I thought it was over. We're all friends. Everything is good. I saved my club. But meanwhile, the buzz on the street was, wow, we got to go to this place. I mean, of how, course. How do you reject like the hottest couple of the moment? Someone brrr, again, the next telestats going off, put on ET on channel two, I think it was CBS. I'm like, oh, what did I do now? I put on two, and Sam Cassell's wife is throwing all his clothes out of the second story window. There you go. Good job, Stratus. pictures came out with <laughs> Madonna leaving with Sam Cassell from oh my nightclub. Oh, my goodness. So that's how I became the Forrest Gump of nightclubs. You need, I know you have a book, but I feel like you, you need, need a, movie. a movie. We need a series. So exciting enough. Definitely. Yeah, we need a movie. Oh, here it comes. Oh, no, exciting, exciting enough. enough. Okay. There, there, are, there are two options. Thanks.
Okay, is it, yeah. are they, are, is it like a series or a movie? Yeah, that's what they're discussing now. Like, is it a Sex in the City type thing for business and street smarts? Mm -hmm. Or is it like, you know, a docuseries? And Sex in the City, speaking of which, there's a connection yeah. there. I'm not going to give it all away, though, because you guys do have to get the book yeah. to even see. This is not even the tip of the iceberg yeah. of all the things that you'll learn and be a disruptor. But honestly, like, just knowing you from when I first met you and how great you've been just as a person that is like owning a restaurant in this business of, of service because it is a service business mm -hmm. it matters a lot you've always been really amazing thank you but Stratus again thank you so much and much Thanks. love to your partners thank and Don Poo is a great friend of mine too I yeah. talk to him about business all the time he's and, a genius you know Be a Disruptor is available now and anything else that we missed no. a lot we, we, got, we got through three of the 15 all chapters right. we'll have you back <laughs> <every week. laughs> well thank you Stratus again thank you. appreciate thank you. you and thank you always supporting us thanks Angela alright and uh, you know I like to support because they got some good food and Jasmine and I like to eat uh, but we do have Ask Ye when we come back 800-292-5150 is the number any question you want to ask we are here to help again that's 800-292-5150 it's Way Up with Angela Ye. everybody exits. whether it's relationship or career advice Angela's dropping facts so you should, so you should know. This is Ask Yee. What's up is Way Up with Angela Yee, and it's time for Ask Yee. 800-292-5150 is the number. And remember, any question you have, we are here to help. If you can't get through, you can always use that number and leave a voicemail, 800-292-5150. And right now, we have B on the line. Hi, how are you guys? How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you? You sound nice and happy and lifted up. I'm blessed and highly favored. Thank you. I appreciate it. So what is your question for Ask Ye? Okay, you guys. So I am divorced. Um, I've been single for a year and five months now. Um, I have been talking to someone, taking it very slow. Mm -hmm. okay. I finally got physical, but the physical part of it just didn't reach what I thought it would. Ooh. He's a total gentleman and everything. We have great dates. We have great time spending together, but I can't feel anything. Oh, it's oh, a size so thing. There's nothing you could really do about yeah. his size. Does he do other things that pleasure you? So, yes. I was going to say, you know, um, oral, yes. But after that, you know, once you're excited, you want to go full in. Yes. You know? Girl, we know. So, it's like once I get there, I don't know what to do. And I didn't have multiple conversations, but he's so sweet. He's just like, well, let's try something else to work on it. Let's try to work on it. At least she talked to him. Right. Though. Yeah, at least you were able yeah, to have an open I'm conversation. I love to just communicate with whoever I'm with but I feel like I'm kind of like messing up his ego a little bit yeah I'm sure because it's something that he can't really help everything else yeah. that he can do you know like you said he's great yeah. at but that's one thing he was born this particular way and unfortunately yeah. sexually it's not compatible with you so do you feel like could you see yourself being with him in a permanent relationship yeah. So in my mind, I don't just date to date. I let them know beforehand, you know, I'm looking for, in the future, something serious. Um, I'm not in the mood to, like, play games. So now I think, like, more so towards the future. So say when it's a couple years, it's time to have kids. How am I going to be comfortable with having the kids if I can't feel it? And then my therapist said maybe I'll grow into it, but I never experienced just growing into it. I just feel like you can't force it. And if it's not there and something's missing that's important to you, if it didn't matter to you that much, I would right. say yeah. 
work with it if you were like you know I can deal with it it's fine he still pleases me but it feels like you're not okay and you don't want to settle for something that you're not okay with and we're not here to try to convince you and I get it like maybe you feel guilty maybe you feel like damn everything else is so great I feel very guilty because I'm just like you know how us as women will pray for things in a relationship and when it comes and it's just one thing that's not missing is it right to just leave them alone or is it okay to worry about your your self-happiness and what you want and your self-happiness is number one right now let me just say that in a relationship it's not about trying to make the other person happy if you're not happy how are you going to make the other person happy next time in your prayer you gotta you gotta be more specific too (laughs) yeah lord let him fill me (laughs) yeah he told me that if i if i stop talking to him for this reason then it's my loss that's what he said. I, I mean, mean, what else is he supposed to say? He's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it is your loss because some somebody else will be fine with that and be okay with it, and you're just not. And you can never, yeah. and I had to learn this myself, you can never force yourself to be okay with something that you're not okay with. Yeah. Everybody else might be like, girl, you crazy. Oh, it's not. But you know how you feel. Yeah. And clearly, you, yeah. feel, you feel this so much that you're like... This ain't gonna work. And you were married for so long. You deserve happiness. You know, you just all, all the things you deserve, that go with happiness. Yeah, you deserve yeah. what makes you happy. And there's certain things you can compromise on, and that's not one of them. Oh my goodness! Thank you guys so much. Uh, you're <laughs> welcome. Okay, keep us keep us updated, please. I will. I promise. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. All right, B. Keep inching towards the right man, because. I'm feeling like that's not it. And when we come back, we have the last word. 800-292-5150. In case you couldn't get through, you can always leave a message. We'd love to hear from you. And y'all know you guys open and close the show. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. Pick up the phone. Tap in. Tap in and get your voice heard. What the word is. Here's the last word on Way Up with Angela Yee. Yes, it is Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee and Jasmine Brand is here with me. I love the little cool down. Yeah, Angela, I love this. All right. Also, I got my guy Chris Witherspoon here with me today. Da-da. Chris, hey, say hello. Hey, I'm, I'm vibing right now. I'm in denial that this is coming to an end right now. Just so you guys know. Oh, you're I'm in denial. Back tomorrow. Okay. Chris is, I mean, if you insist, Chris is I'll coming back. back tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I enjoy having you, you here so insist. much, Chris. And make sure you guys check out his app, yes. by the way, Pop Viewers. Mm-hmm. That's Please really why we us. know each other, too. That is really it. Yeah. We came together because she is a brilliant entrepreneur. She is someone you want to pick her brain before you do anything great in life. She's in also. In the business world. She's also. The Oprah Winfrey of radio. Come on, come, come on. on. Listen to this. Listen I coined this. that term. I own it, y'all. <laughs> this is not Angela saying it. I'm say saying that. I'm giving her these flowers. Angela, she is the Oprah of radio. Angela Winfrey. <laughs> I'm over here just looking at my credit. <laughs> Ooh, I know it's good. Oh, she, it is. Buying? It's great. What we buying? <laughs> it is great. I sent Angela my credit score over the weekend. She's like, we buying something, girl. I know. Come I know. On. That's how I am, though. I'm like, okay, what we buying? What we got? Ooh. What building we buying? What block we buying? That's she, how she rolls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, she, people were the all block. talking about these bank collapses and everything. Yes. Yeah. And so, and I know there was a lot of false information. In case you missed it, we did have Art Hogan on yesterday, mm-hmm. chief market strategist, and he was uh, giving us a lot of information. So check that out. And also, he, Stratus Morfogan joined us today from Brooklyn. Chop House founder of Brooklyn Chop. We love founders. Oh, we okay. going to the Chop House now. <laughs> yes, and that, Philippe's. Yes. All right, and so yes. Okay. What were you gonna say, Jasmine? I was gonna say that uh, I love the way art tells a story. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. art is from the Stratus. Stratus yeah. Oh, I was like art. No, I was like I love the way art breaks too. Art breaks things down as if I'm a kindergartner, and I appreciate that. 
All right, well, we needed that because mm-hmm. it's very complicated, so I'm not going to lie. But anyway, we want to make sure that you guys have the last word today. 800-292-5150 is the number. Let's hear your last words. Hey, what's up? Angela Yee and crew. It's from Virginia Beach, and I did not expect to like this show as much as I did. I mean, I listened to, on YouTube, uh, Angela uh, Way Up. I listened to The Breakfast Club. And uh, I'm actually starting to listen to, to this show more than The Breakfast Club. So, you know, no shade. I love everybody. But uh, the vibe on, on this show is, is rocking. So keep up the good work. I, I like this show more than I expected to. So you guys keep doing what you're doing. What's up? This your boy D. Riot calling from Savannah, Georgia. Man, I want to shine the light on my whole city. Cause we about to have St. Patrick down here this weekend, and it's about to be lit. We hosting over a million people in the city this weekend. It's your boy D. Riot testing in the hyena, huh? Yo, what up, Angela? You it's Scully calling from Green Haven Correctional Facility, man. Good to here listen to you too, man. So shout us out on the radio, man. You pass our day by. We locked in 19 hours a day, man. So make sure you shout all the dudes that's locked up in Greenhaven out, man. One. I heard about the whippings or um, disciplining your child. I just wanted to say that um, Tyler Perry uh, didn't, wasn't the only one that experienced the same thing. Um, I got a, a whooping or a beating, whatever you want to call it, every time I did something wrong. And I feel like as a mother now, explanation and talking to a child is more beneficial than just whooping their ass every time they do something wrong. My son is five and um, his dad's coming a little soft on him, but I feel as though if you talk to a child and you get them to comprehend, uh, a popping or a spanking should be the last um, resort. Way up with Angela Yee. It's Angela Yee, and y'all know I love to travel. Well, my friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. From the amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and gorgeous beaches, USVI has everything you want in a destination, and no passport is required when traveling from the U.S. Start planning your getaway at visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. Hey ladies, it's Angela Yee. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.